everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Basement Talk podcast. Hope you all are well and are ready for a jam-packed episode where we talk absolutely nothing but football. It is the Super Bowl on Sunday, and we are going to give you all of the best betting advice, uh, game analysis, breakdown, whole bit. I am your host, Ed Birdsall. Before we get to that, Let's introduce the panel for tonight's episode. And as always, my co-host Brett Marinson Brady. Gentlemen, hey how do you do? How's it going, man? Uh, episode 11. Didn't say it last time. Episode 10 was the last episode. This is now episode 11. Let's get it going, boys. Yeah, Have a good we, one. How we doing, boys? How we doing, everybody? Let's get it rolling. Super Bowl weekend coming up. Big Super weekend. Big wait. weekend for my boy Patrick Mahomes. And it joined, as always, by our producer, Matt Birdsell. Matt? How that go? Are you looking a little doom and gloom today? Happy Friday! I'm ready for the fucking weekend. That that is very very true. I'm fucking ready. I'm I'm very ready. I'm very ready. This is gonna be a weekend of um, of lots of abhorrence. Lots of lots of abhorrence. I'm looking at that beer you're drinking, and I'm like really really mad. I don't have one near my side right now. Well, I'm just warming my, warming myself up. Well, Ed is also um, above the age of twenty one. I am too. Uh, yeah, I forgot you are. You just turned 21. Right. <laughs> Happy belated. Thank you. And we have a special guest in-house tonight, and it is the 6'4 Beast from Brooklyn, New York, Jared Fagione. Jared. What do you hear? What do you say? How the heck are you? Doing all right. You ready to, uh, to talk some ball? How you doing, Paul? Excited for the uh, betting. Oh, all right, so you, you want to, uh, so you, you say that you drive to New Jersey to place your wagers, I'm correct? I'm Patterson, yes. Oh, okay, okay, that's right. You grew up in Brooklyn, and now you're you're living in Patterson. Well, we forgot to mention that this is uh, being filmed in Atlantic City, so we can... This is true, this is true, yes, yes, yes. We we should do a Destination podcast one time. We We are right now. We're talking about betting. We should do another. I'm all for it. All right, cool. I'm all for it. What are you thinking, Tim? Um, Do you have any place in mind? I'm trying to think of an exotic place off the top of my head. Well, St. Peter's Basilica, so we can brace God with our podcast. Where's the draft this year? Vegas? No, we can't do that. Betting is legal in Costa Rica. Um, Wyoming. This is true. Destination podcast, Wyoming. Do they have internet in Wyoming? Can we upload it? Yeah. There? Are you yeah. sure? I don't think they do. Yeah. I think that's a hoax. I think you're making that up. Of course they do. They have, they have internet in Montana. And Montana's further north than Wyoming. I, I say let's go, to, let's go to Arkansas. There's legal betting there. Arkansas? Oh, we have another um, another one to add to the list. Arkansas? I usually look up states. I have the whole here. map right here, baby. Oh, um, brother. So we're going to Little Rock? We're going to Little Rock. What? Oh, you know what we need to do? We need to be there for the official legal gambling release date in a state. Like, we need to be there mm. on the date that it goes legal. And just watch all the degenerate gamblers like us just go crazy we placing their parlays. We need live interviews with people coming to, to place their first legal bets. So, how do you feel about placing your first legal wager in the state of Arkansas? Oh, we could also, uh, we could interview ex-bookies who have, like, changed their lives. Mm-hmm. And I think it'd be a great episode. Those are businessmen. They are businessmen. Those are businessmen. So, we have, uh, as, as previously advertised, we do have a full podcast dedicated to talking about the Super Bowl, but we can't change it up. We gotta talk about some Deep Sleeper of the Week! So, we did the random draw before the show. Hold up. Hold yes, up. Yes, correct. Correct. Twist. Turn of events. Ed, you're going first. I'm going first? Yes, you're going to go first. Sure. I think we should switch it up. That's fine. Because me and Tim are always going first. Unless unless you don't want to go no, first. No, 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 no. I'll go first. Who was the random draw? Who was the random draw this week? It was me. Oh. Oh. It was me. Good job. It was me. Brett didn't even know that. I knew it. I yes. didn't know. Yes. So um, this is something that I actually saw 
after the podcast that we had previously recorded, which will be released uh, as you're listening to this podcast. Um, so this was on social media that I saw, and this was uh, as a uh, sort of a reflection after the uh, passing of Kobe Bryant. And um, I'm not going to add any commentary on this because I think this is very, very well said. Uh, this comes from John Gray. I'm going to give this guy the credit that is uh, very due. Um, so here we go. Something happened, America, and I didn't want you to miss it. In the last 24 hours, I quietly watched people of every race, religion, economic background, college grads, and people who barely got out of high school. Scientists and bricklayers, Wall Street types, and the guy who changes your oil. The family in the most expensive mansion in town, and the folks living in public house. All of them sharing a moment of grief for the handsome and talented man in this photo. All of them stopping what they were doing when they heard the news and sharing a gut-punching moment of dread, a feeling that this couldn't have just happened, not him, not Kobe. I know we are a divided nation right now, I get it, but please don't feel the divide is so great we can't bridge it. We can, we do, we will. And all the panels of talking heads and the alphabet soup of cable news can't turn us against each other. Don't let them. We really do have more in common than we think, and we all love and lose and hurt no matter our zip code or who we voted for. This law should remind us how much we do share, and in this moment, I see a nation sharing grief for nine innocent people. There is no sense to why this happened, but we can find purpose in the loss. Something happened in America, and I didn't want you to miss it. We love each other. Kobe proved it. That was beautiful. That was beautiful. Thank you for yeah, that. Yeah, that was very nice. Welcome. Um, Brett. Your uh, your deep sleeper. All right, I got I got two, ready here. Show off. Uh, yeah, I might even have three because I got I'm very annoyed at something right before we started recording. Let's hear. Um, you know I'll start with that one. Deep sleeper of the week number one is me going to St. John's University and swinging at the technical service group with a baseball bat because every fucking time I try and sign into the MySJU account, this is where I get like my classes and get like all my like blackboard stuff. I'm sorry, Ed, you just looked at me with such a curious face. <laughs> I'm you, just you curious to see where this is a, going. You need a username and password to get into this thing, right? Yeah. And every time I go and I type the same password every time, sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. I don't know what's good with this thing. I just tried looking at this before the podcast. I want to take a look, see if anybody, you know, posts anything for my classes. And now it's telling me I can't sign in. It's been happening for the past week, and I'm sick of it. As a fellow St. John's student, I know exactly what you're talking about. What's good about. with this thing? The, thing? the thing knows your password one day, and the other day it doesn't know your password. So my computer saves my passwords on my phone. Uh, uh, my computer saves my password on it, right? So, like, when I go in there, if I, like, click on the... the uh, the box for password, yeah. I can click on it, it shows, do you want this to be typed in automatically? I say yes. Yesterday, it fucking worked. 12 o'clock today in the afternoon, it fucking worked. But now it doesn't work. <laughs> Yo. It's ridiculous. <laughs> See, I gave you the look of concern because I thought someone's life was in imminent danger. But no. now I no. realize that is a technological software program whose imminent existence is in danger, I'm all for it. Go, I'll, I'll even join you. Just get yeah. me give me a bat. So deep I'm all for it. is uh, me going to the St. John's Tech uh, building with a baseball bat. Fair. Away. Fair. All right, number two, Sunday service. You see what Kanye's doing? He's hosting a uh, Sunday service at a park, and he's making people pay $40 to get in. He's making I'm people sorry. pay now? $40 to get into his Sunday service. What? Kanye's a fucking scammer. Nah, I love Kanye. Nah, That's I a crock Kanye. of shit. I love Kanye, but he's a scam artist since he dropped, what, 
Life of Pablo. After that, scammer. I have no connection whatsoever. That's a crock of shit. He could take his forty dollars and shove it. I could just go to my church and all I gotta do is leave twenty in the collection plate and bam, done. Crazy. And number three, Mattress Mac. He bet a million dollars on the uh, 49ers to win the Super Bowl. Mm, I didn't see that. that guy. Oh, Darren mm. Ravel's going to have a field day with that one. Probably. You ever see the comments on Darren Ravel's uh, posts? I mean, oh, all the time. I, the comment section, the months following the World Series, have just been Mattress Mac, Mattress Mac, Darren. Darren, you're going to bang Mattress Mac. Like, abhorrent stuff. It's just, it's a, what would you call that? It was, it's a piss field. It's just disgusting. A piss field. Hmm. I'm trying to think of a, of a better way to describe it. No, what's no the, what, piss field works. What's the term? Uh, something like that. I don't know. Not piss field. Shit storm. Oh, I was going to say shit storm. I kind of like piss field more. I like piss field more. I've never heard of it. It may not be correct, it's but I like it more. People pissing into the wind. It's just uh, terrible. I can get the analogy of what it means, well, but I've just never heard it used. It's but not a field of I like it. liquid piss. It's, I like it's, it. It's a field of people pissing into the wind. Okay, so we can we can just say that uh, a new word just coined from this podcast is piss field. Yes. Yeah. We've coined other ones in the past ten episodes, but I just can't remember them. So we'll just start right now. Piss field. That's I like a, it. That's I, a good one. I think it's going to stick around. Uh, Matt, do you have a deep sleep? You're giving me this this grin of that I'm gonna be just either mortified or laugh my ass off about what I'm about to hear. Well, um, I had one deep sleeper until about 37 seconds ago. <laughs> okay. Now we've upgraded to two deep sleepers. Okay, so the coronavirus is out of fucking control. Well, yeah. I told you this. this. This is something we needed to take for serious caution. So not only did the World Health if Organization... If only people would listen to me. If only I could finish my sentence. Please go ahead. If So today the World Health Organization classified the coronavirus as a world epidemic. Yes. Yep. And yeah. four hours ago, the wonderful country known as Italia uh, suspended all Chinese flights into the boot. Que questo sono qui, eh? That's big news. It's big news. That is, that is big news. Very big news. That's fucking crazy. Well, you guys all saw nope. that simulation, right? With 65 million people dying. Yeah, you, that's you that? Well, Do you like the background of that? They had like a bunch of like top world like disease control experts come into a room, and they gave them a simulation and said, hey, here's this thing that's going to be a problem in about two months. After two of them took MDMA. Uh, we, want yeah. you, we want you guys to sit down. And figure out a way to stop this. And they went at it for a long time, and they came back with not being able to get to stop under 65 million deaths. Well, to be fair, um, England also um, put the um, no-fly to and from uh, China. Which is scary. England, I believe, were the first ones to do it. And then now, apparently, Italy uh, followed suit. Okay, now you have this, this, this little grin that I'm going to respond to something as your other deep sleeper. What the hell is it? So, my second deep sleeper. We're going, we're taking a trip down memory lane. Okay. Back to the date of January 30th, 2000. Okay. If we fast track now 20 years to this day, we are talking about the 6,969th day oh, of this yeah. deck, of the century. Oh, yeah. It's 6969 of the century. I saw that today. I love that. You know what the best part about that is? You know there's been someone out there who realized, like, probably, like, it could have even been, like, two years ago. And they're like, damn, we're at, like, the 6,000th century. <laughs> someone had a calendar alert oh, for, like, two years being, totally. like, this Not day. Even two. This day is going to be 69, 69. And I'll quote the uh, meme that I'm currently looking at, at on my phone. 
Nice. 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 I, I can't believe I missed that. I should have said nice. That's wonderful. I woke up and saw that. <laughs> I just cracked a big old smile. They've been saving this date since oh, 2000. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They really have. They've been waiting for this day. 69. Great number. Great, great number. Nice. Uh, Jared, do you, have a, do you have a deep sleeper that you uh, you want to add or no? Deep sleeper? I don't know. Global warming. Oh, global warming. Okay. <laughs> the only other thing we've been talking about for how many years? I'm going to say deep. I'm going to say I liked it. It's very deep. I like it. It was a nice week this week. I purposely revved my engine a little bit. You know what? That, that is actually warmer. a great deep sleeper did you, because you. did you open up your sunroof? I, I let my arm outside the window a little bit. Hold on, because Monday is supposed to be 63 degrees, wow. and Tuesday is supposed to be 60. Okay, I'll rev a little more. I'll make it 64. So bring the tank tops out, boys. It's time. Uh, See ya, Robert. We're getting ready. Until the next week, it's seven. Right, exactly. Seven degrees. Exactly, or we're buried in a foot of snow. I hope we get buried in a foot of snow. No, absolutely not. I need a blizzard. Absolutely not. If you you need to say that because you're not a student anymore, all right? No. As students, we pray for snow in the summer, all right? No, I was... This guy can attest, I was praying for no snow even when I was a student. Am I wrong? Oh, so you're a nerd. I hate snow. He's a narc. He's a narc. I hate snow. You're a narc. I hate snow. Give me 90 degrees and 70% humidity. Well, the Shelby Company Limited would not be a fan of you if you don't like snow, all right? I hate snow. Do you like Tokyo? <laughs> I'm a fan I'm a fan of Tokyo, Speed? yes. Speed? I want to go Ooh, fast? Oh, I didn't say that word. I said a couple No, of I want to go fast in the snow. I Come love, on now. True. I do, too. Can I draw one more real quick? Sure, go ahead. Textbooks. Mm. Grow up. <laughs> they're from 1972. They're 200 bucks, and the teacher uses one page of it. You guys all know about LibGen, right? What is that? Uh, Library Genesis. It's like some website. You can get all your textbooks for free. Huh? Yeah. Um, it what the fuck? Um, they're limited on editions. Yeah, look up LibGenesis right now. Oh, I'm, I'm doing this right now. It's, Keep it's talking. It's like lib.gen, but yeah, it's basically it's just a giant archive of textbooks, and they don't have all the editions, but like if you need to get by in class and you don't want to buy the textbook, you can most likely mm. find it on that website. There's another one, too. Um, I don't remember the name of that one. Is it good enough for the free advertisement? Um, I think LibGen is good enough for the free advertisement, okay. considering that they're a free website, and they probably don't pay for any Is it .net or .com? Uh, look up lib.gen. Lib.gen. Okay. And you should be able to find it. Lib.gen. Okay, here we go. Uh, uh, while you guys are looking this up, I guess, uh, speaking of textbooks, I bought my French textbook the other day. I'm taking French mm, for the first time. Bonjour. I know, I know one sentence at the moment. Let's hear it. Je m'appelle Brett. Oh. oh my I name, is, my Brett. name is Brett. I can add oh. That is N-U. I know a little French, too. Je m'appelle Tim. Wow. I know some more French. Menage et toi. Oh. Mm. Ooh, good word. Wow. Mm. Menage toi il uh, Eiffel Tower. Were you able to find it? No, I'll, I was not able I'll to get you. Well, you don't really need a link. I don't really need the link. I was just very curious I'll to see what sure, I've been missing. I'll make sure everyone else gets a link as soon as possible. I always wanted to make sure that I was... Thank you, Tim. Aware. I'm always here to help. Aware to see what I was missing. Um, okay. So, let's talk about some... Because Tim wanted to put this in. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. He didn't do his fucking deep Tim sleeper. Tim didn't do his deep sleeper. Uh, I thought we... I thought we... No, because no. I, oh, okay. I, I had three, Bird had two, Jared had okay, two. Okay, so we we're just going over the limits of yeah. deep sleepers we're now. Going, okay, got yeah, it. You know, Tim, I apologize. I've heard like ten deep sleepers already. Tim, I apologize. So, Tim, who is your deep sleeper of the week? Um, My deep sleeper this week is prop betting. Super Bowl weekend coming up. I mean, you know, football's great already, but why not make it better? Uh, if you're in a state that allows legal sports gambling, 
plays a couple prop bets this weekend. I mean, I'm sure you can find a line out there for uh, any kind of thing you want. I mean, the normal prop bets, player yards, player touchdowns, yada, yada, yada. But this is a Super Bowl. It's better than that. You got more prop bets than that. You got national anthem time. You got coin flip. You got color of the Gatorade coming out and the coach for the winning team. Wow, that's a good one. Oh, there's some great prop bets out there, and I'm very excited. I think I'll be putting down, if I do happen to have time to uh, make a trip to New Jersey, I will be happily putting down a couple bets this weekend. Hey, do it while we're here right now. Oh, well, we are in Atlantic City right this now. This is true. true. So This is very true. For the purpose of this podcast, I will be placing my bets in Atlantic City. So, speaking of prop bets, you want to go over some? I would love to. Okay. We can get the, uh, the forum here. So... Uh, just keep it at one-word answers so that we can get to as many as uh, we can. Um, will Patrick Mahomes score a touchdown in this game? So not throw a touchdown, score one. He's at plus 370 right now to score one. Plus 370? To score one, yes. I know so a rushing mean. touchdown or receiving touchdown? Yes. Yes. No. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say yes. Patrick Mahomes is the best mobile quarterback left in the playoffs right now, so... I think that's a pretty good value bet right there, not going to lie. Um, how, many passing, good point, how many passing yards will Jimmy Garoppolo record? Over 300 and a half is plus 330. I'm going under. I would take under half that. Under, yeah. 100%. I'm going un- under by a lot. Yeah. Under. Uh, we have a consensus. I as well would take under. Can you yeah. tease that for better odds or no? Uh, you probably can. Like, can you, can you drop it down to like 200-something yards? You probably can. Oof. I like you that. probably can. Um, I feel like a shark. No, I'm sorry. I'm feeling like a sharp right now. Uh, why, this do they, is, why do they call it sharp? It's just, it's just a sharp. Like a sharp is like a smart person. Okay. Know. Okay. I was always curious. You're sharp. You're smart. Uh, will an offensive lineman score a touchdown in this game? If you answer yes, it is plus thirty three hundred. Yeah. Well, well, no. Not happening. Yes. This is the fucking. Why? This is the fucking Super Bowl. <laughs> Offensive linemen are not catching passes or um, running it. I'm in. placing that bet too. I would. I mean, if you just put five bucks on it and you win, I mean, you're gonna get a good payout from that. Five bucks. Wait, wait, wait. That's ten to win what? Three thirty. Yeah. I'm I'm placing that bet all day long. Yeah. It's you great Kyle, odds. You think Kyle Shanahan does have some fucking bullshit up? That, his that's exactly it. I'm I'm saying for the sake for the sake of this bet, I would place that bet in a heartbeat. Um, I'm totally placing that bet. That's great. Uh, I'm gonna say no, it doesn't happen. But if will I would I be surprised uh, if it does? No, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm gonna say no, but I feel like if it does happen, I'll be on the Chiefs side. That's just my opinion. Mm. I'm fine with that too. It's just an offensive lineman, either team. E- yeah, either team. Oof. Uh, like that. Over under Debo Samuel receiving yards over 50, uh, 56 and a half. Over under. Oh, that's tough. Uh, under. I'm going over. Because he'll get he'll get rushing yards. I'm not sure about receiving yards. Though. I'm going to go over. Yeah, I'm going to go over. There's a prop bet for his rushing. I believe it's 14 and a half. I would bet that. You take the over. I would on take that? the over on it. I would take the over on that as well. And he welcome to the world of prop bets. These are so fun. Yeah, these are a lot of fun. We have a whole lot more. Uh, and then we have the fun prop bets too, which we're going to get to. Oh, I can't wait. How many receptions will Damian Williams record? Three and a half over under. I'm going over. I would over. take the over. Over. I bet my house on the over. If Jared's betting his house over <laughs> on the over, I'll take it. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. If Jared's betting his house on the over, I want to take the under. Oh. That would be the smart thing to do. Mm. That's why I live in a shack in Patterson. Uh, yes or no, will Jimmy Garoppolo throw an interception? Yes is minus 135. I'm going yes. 
Will he throw an interception? Yeah. I'm going to go with no. I'm going with no also. I'm going with no. He's going to throw five passes the whole game, so no. Facts. He's not throwing that I don't believe passes. that. Okay. What will the result be of the first drive of the game? I am going with a field goal. Mm, no. Touchdown. Punt. Going Ew. Kansas City punt. Um, Calling your shot. Who's going to get I'll the take a it? San Francisco field goal so Robbie Gold can have some points. Okay. Very, very fair. I don't know if you have this on there, but um, the over for field goals, is the line's three and a half. Well, it's always a line. For that's field like, goals? That's like the standard line, yeah. Three and a half field goals. Come on. You uh, you wouldn't know that. You know about the, the three and a half yeah, field goals. Yeah, I that. believe so. I believe what are you guys taking? I'll take the over on that one. You always take the over, three and a half field goals. Three and a half? Absolutely. So four total? Yeah. I'll take the under. No, but, you should, okay. but no, you're supposed to take the over. That's, oh. how, that's how it works. I would take the under. I'm always I would definitely the take the I would under. take the under. You're rooting against field goals? It's like That's like the most boring way to watch field, uh, football, to root against field goals. I mean, I guess you find you root for touchdowns. I get that. But I'm just saying, you're rooting against the most boring play. Like you're, you're, the under is already the most You're rooting for touchdowns. No, I know, but like you're also rooting for like miss. I guess you're. What, are you, what are you trying to say right now? I'm, I'm very that, confused with where you're going. Yeah, I'm just kind of thinking. You, are I'm, you I'm attacking you, I'm, us right now? Are you uh, like a sweating? little bit? Yeah, because okay. no, because listen, because field goals are just like field goals suck. Do you guys agree or no? Hell right, so no! What the hell? Them? Robbie Gold's in this game. No, field goals don't suck because the the alternative of that is there's nothing. No, the ball's not being moved and it's a punt fest. Well, all right, it's gonna be the under in this game. I'm just putting that out there. Like it, I'm agreeing with you, that it's under, but you're supposed yeah. to bet the over field goals. Why is that though? The over is uh, plus one twenty five. Right. So then do it. Okay. Yeah, let's move on. Next. Thank, yeah. you. thank you, thank you. Let's talk about some fun props. Um, over, under, three and a half commercials with dogs in them. Oh, my God. Over. Over. I'm going over. Day. Over. Dogs? Over. 2020? Dogs. Over. The dogs. That's D-A-W-G-S. Dogs. They definitely know how many commercials there's going to be already. Of course they do. Of course they do. Those bastards. Uh, so will are, the, are they allowed to bet on that? If you're in Vegas, I don't think you're allowed to place bets in general. If you make the odds, you can't bet. No way. No, I mean the people that oh make the commercials. Yeah, I, make the commercials. That's like insider trading in a way. I don't yeah. think so. You Ooh. would get in trouble because you're probably you're regulated. Yeah. That might be a stipulation. Yeah, probably. That's that sounds about right. Imagine that if you're like a like a producer for like commercials <laughs> for some company, and it's like a stipulation in your contract that you can't bet on Super Bowl commercial dog over. That'd that's be like, terrible. That's ridiculous. Um, which auto which automobile brand commercial will air first? I'm going with Chevrolet. Are there options? Are like well, yes, there there are, there are options. I'm assuming what are the odds on that uh, Kia? Yeah, the Telluride plus three hundred. Oh, oh, I'm taking that. That video of that fucking mom SUV ripping up a cow field. <laughs> that that's gonna be coming out hot, and you know it. I'm going for I'm going for the Chevy just because it's an American company, and this is a America national event. So I'm I'm assuming that they're gonna give it to an American car company. What is that one, Mike? Minus two fifty. Uh, it's not on here, so I'm assuming it is minus. Chevy's not on there. Yeah, because it's probably minus. Probably because it's so vanilla. They don't want him doing that. It's a lame bet. I'll go with the Subaru because I drive a Subaru. Okay. I'm going to say there's not a car commercial because we do not do free advertisement here, so I'm not even going to name a name. Well, you're making the rules right here yeah. now? You're making the rules? Fuck all that. They're going to they're gonna air an Aston Martin commercial first. <laughs> <laughs> you should put that down. Those odds might be like plus 10,000. 
Just put, put a dollar on it. Yeah. Put a dollar on it. Um, let's see here. Uh, which food brand commercial will air first? Doritos, so, not even ch- close. Yeah, Doritos is plus 125. And that was the one that I was going to go with. Can you give me some other options? Yeah, what are the Snickers, options? Cheetos, Avocados from Mexico, McDonald's, Burger King, fast food, is that Papa John's. I like those Avocados from Mexico commercials. They look like a nice little jingle. Nice little jingle. Avocados, avocados from Mexico. Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with McDonald's. Sure. Avocados all day. I'm going to go Slim Jims. Deep sleeper. Ooh, Slim Jims. Watch out. You ever see that Slim Jim account that comments on all the memes? No. <laughs> the Slim Jim, like, actual Instagram account comments on every meme on Instagram. It's really mm. funny. I'll bring in my hot take. Twix. Mm. Left or right? Left. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. I'm usually all about those kind of things, but the, the left versus right Twix thing pisses me off. Right. I'm always right. Wow. Yep. Um, who will appear first in a commercial starring Jennifer Lopez? Alex Rodriguez or DJ Khaled? Pitbull. That's a fucking bet. That's a fucking bet. Wait, what? That's a bet. Wait, say that again? Who will appear first in a commercial starring Jennifer Lopez? This is insinuating that Jennifer Lopez is in a commercial for the Super Bowl. Alex Rodriguez, who is at minus 150, or DJ Khaled, who is at plus 110. You might as well take the plus here. I smell this is a fucking trap. Yeah, I think this is a trap. This is Alex Rodriguez all day. They put that DJ Khaled shit out there because they know the schedule. It's Rodriguez. I, I would say A-Rod. I would take the field on that. Yeah, you do I would that? take the plus. Yeah. Oh, wait, you're going to take no, the yeah, field. Yeah, someone else. <laughs> you're making up your own odds over here. Yeah. You could probably do that. Fuck it. It's is only there down a field option? There's not a field option. Yeah, you can't do that, you asshole. Probably can Come prepared next time. Um, will Betty White be in a Snickers commercial? Yes or no? I'm she's going. I'm going. No. She's alive still. I was gonna say. Yeah, that. she just turned 99 the other day. Oh, she 98. Did, oh, 98. That bet is old. Watch him. That's a wonderful Watch woman. How dare you? Oh, Tim. How dare you? Throwing around that b word yeah. and shit. You're over fucking 90. You're a bat. I don't no, care. You were disgusting. Poodle, Tim. Uh, no, I feel like poodles can drive. She definitely can't drive. She probably hasn't been driving since she was 60. Let's be real. She's been sitting in the back of her rolly. She's That's a wo- she's a wonderful woman. Oh, she's a luxury poodle, bro. She's been she's just chilling her chauffeur. All right, she's what, a what would a luxury poodle be? Name a name a dog. A kind poodle of dog. is already like a luxury poodle. Like one with like oh, a Oh, there's nothing. Style. There's nothing more luxurious. Than oh, the luxury poodles like one of those ones that's like trimmed up to like look like a tree or something. Yeah, like yeah. You know what I'm with the puffy feet. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I feel like a Saint Bernard is very like luxurious. Not a luxurious poodle. Saint Bernards are working dogs. They like save people in the snow and shit. That's true. That's true. Poodles are little foo foo bullshit dogs. I hate poodles. If you're a listener and you have a poodle. Hey, 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 hey. She's half poodle. It's different. She's got lab in her. She's still got poodle in her. I take offense. She's 50% the best breed in the world, though. I take offense. Well, I'm sorry. I take offense. The mascot of this podcast is absolutely just... Absolutely, and she's right here, and she can hear all this. This Offended. Disturbing. Um, Your fine will be shipped to your house this week. Is she Labradoodle or Golden Doodle? Golden Golden Doodle. Doodle. We're talking about the, the Princess Abby, who is the official Basement Talk podcast mascot. Um, so, is Betty White going to be a Snickers commercial, yes or no? Sorry. <laughs> no. 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 Okay. Will a Budweiser commercial show an American flag, yes or no? I'm going to go with no. Yeah, I'm going to go with no. Yes. Yes. No, it's too controversial. An American flag? Unfortunately. Yes. For all people? For a Super Bowl, yeah. They're not going to show it. Yeah, I'm saying I'm saying no. That's the media guy I mean, just saying, just saying no. Um... 
Yeah, Will Mike Bloomberg's commercial mention climate change? <laughs> Um, this I is one for Jared. I think it might mention the fact that he's also made jobs for 33,000 people. <laughs> and he started from nothing. Oh, then he was fired at 30. Oh, he was fired at 39. And he shut down half the country's dirty coal uh Dirty coal plants? Yeah. And what is he? He's never taken a, what, a donation. Oh, he's never, he's never oh, taken a donation. I forgot he expanded never. healthcare, too. <laughs> oh, did he? I said that already. Come on. We're on top of this over here. I Jesus. hate those commercials. Me, too. They're just, they're disgraceful. Uh, so we're we all saying yes that there's gonna be a, cl- a climate change mention. There's gonna be a Mike. Com- I, I don't <laughs> even know. There's going to be a Mike Bloomberg commercial. Yes. I thought the question yes. was just gonna be is there gonna be a, a Mike Bloomberg commercial? No, is there a Mike Bloomberg commercial is going to mention climate change? I think that's kind of like mo right now. So yeah. Yeah, I'm yes, saying yes. Sure. I'll say yes. I'm saying yes. The president's gonna hear one too. He one is. Fact, yes. Interesting. Okay, here's another prison of the proper. Uh, will Donald Trump's commercial thank Fox? Why would it? No. no, they got beef right now. Oh, do they have beef? They've had beef. Well, they're on his bad side. Trump has they, beef with everybody. Well, they, Been did, they said beef. some shit, and then uh, well, they already came out what it was going to be about. It's going to be about the economy. That's wonderful. It's wonderful. Love to see it. Love to see it. So moving on from politics. Well, this is a prop. I'm 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 saying that he it, he will not thank Fox, even though it is possible because that is the only media source that. He does happen to uh, flock to. Okay. Um, that was exciting. Uh, okay. Let's talk about the game. Well, um, real quick, heads or tails? Heads. What about Gatorade color? Yellow. I'm going to go bold. Orange. Purple. Blue. Drip. Purple. Purple's Orange actually a very hot uh, bet right now surprise really me. Yeah, who the fuck purple. has purple Gatorade Tom Coughlin had purple Gatorade poured on him twice what do you think really? the yep. purple Gatorade it's, it's great. great rape it's great fierce great come on rape fuck that I mean it's good shout out Antonio yeah. Brown that drip that drip oh yes oh he's out of jail he just live streamed Oh, did he? No, he got. Wish was, I cared. He yeah, he got released. released. Yeah, released and then he was put right? on. He was put on house arrest in the jail. Uh, the judge lifted that as well. Yeah, the only thing he has to do is check in with the court every day, saying that he's a model humane citizen. Humane. <laughs> yeah, so that's. Let's move on from that fool. Yeah. I don't want to talk about that fool. Yeah, he has to. Uh, he has to be checked. He has to check on with the court that says, "Oh, I'm being a good fucking person today." Absolute moron. Anyway. Love you, Poppy. I love you, Poppy. Anyway. Um, let's, uh, let's talk about the game. Um, I think the way that I want to do this is I want to go position by position here, and I just want to talk about the whole nine yards. Uh, let's talk about the, the quarterbacks, uh, Garoppolo, Mahomes, obviously a big discrepancy between both. Mahomes is elite. You can make a case that he is one of the best, if not the best, quarterback in the entire National Football League. And Garoppolo, we have questions about. Um, Garoppolo's not winning this game if he is only going to throw for 100 yards. I think I've said this the last two weeks. I've been wrong both times, so I'm going to triple down on it. Garoppolo is not going to win a Super Bowl if he throws for 100 yards. Simple. I think it would be more likely that he'd win if he threw for that amount. Which means they're in a good spot where he doesn't have to throw. I agree with yeah, that. Yeah, I'm, right. I'm, I'm on the side of that one. I think if Jimmy Garoppolo's throwing more than 20 times, I think that's probably because they're from a losing position. And I don't see that going well for them. I get what you're saying, though. I think Garoppolo's going to have to be the guy. 
because I think the Chiefs have had two weeks to plan to stop the run, which is what we know the 49ers are going to want to do. So Garoppolo is going to have to literally lead this team. So you're, you're airy on the side of Jimmy Garoppolo is going to have to be the guy? Yes. I already fully believe that, but I'm also on the side that Jimmy Garoppolo is not the guy and that it's going to have to happen without him. I, want, I, I really want to know what the, um, the over-under is. Maybe someone can look this up. Uh, what the over-under is for Raheem Mostert rushing yards, and I would hammer the under. Never. For that. It's not going to be him this game. I would, I would hammer the under. Oh, under, sorry. Yeah, the under. Yeah, 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 the yeah, under yeah. I would absolutely hammer. 100%. Um, 70 and a half. 70 and a half, under. It's yeah. going to be Breida's game. Is Breida's healthy, right? Okay. Breed is healthy, and Coleman is uh, is questionable. Yeah, Coleman's good but to go. But they expect him to play, yeah. Breed is game all day What long. about um, 15 and a half is the line for most uh, rushing attempts? Oof. It depends how the game goes. Uh, I don't know. I, I would say I would say the safe bet's the under. I would say under, yeah. I, I, really, I really would say that the under is probably the, uh, the safe bet for that. Um, but again, it all goes back to Garoppolo. We're going to see how big time he is, and... Um, I may have to come on this podcast next week and eat crow if Garoppolo wins this game. Because I, I'm sorry, I don't think he's that good. Um, but he has a real chance to go out there and prove me wrong. As for Mahomes, I, there's not much to really say about Mahomes. He's really good. He's great. And I don't know. I, I, Mahomes... This is his time to shine. The stars are aligning where this is going to be the start of the legend of Patrick Mahomes if it hasn't started already. I, I really, really believe that. I watched a video today of Patrick Mahomes and I believe it was David Carr, that old video of them throwing footballs. You ever see that? Where they're throwing footballs with a radar gun? No. And he threw one like 62 miles an hour. Which is, like, ridiculous for football. Mahomes? Yeah. Oh, like, they're talking about cars. It, like, no, car hit at, like, 57, I think. They were, like, on throw for throw. Well, 57 is still pretty good. But uh, that got me fucking hyped, just watching him air him out. He threw, they were supposed to throw a ball to him when I was, like, 10 feet away, I think, or 10, 10 yards away, and Mahomes was just airing him over his head on purpose because he didn't want to hurt him. But, um, yeah, I mean, the, the quarterback competition here is just... Almost non-existent, in my opinion. No, it's just not. It is non-existent. It's I mean, almost. Patrick Mahomes had really a, a slump of a season, if you want to call it that. It wasn't a slump, but it, it was a, a lower performing season than last year. Well, we still with see the, the, the touches of what he's capable of doing. Yeah. But he, the numbers weren't what they were last year. Well, they weren't going to be. Well, yeah, but still, with him missing two full games and playing about half of another one, he was still was, what, one touchdown behind Jimmy Garoppolo this season, and I think... Yep. He also had, like, eight less picks in him, which is, I guess he played less games fine, but just to show the differences in their stats. Yeah, and he had, and he had more and yards. He had, and he had more passing yards. More passing yards than Garoppolo did as well. Um, uh, Pro Football Focus released the top 25 players for this game. Patrick Mahomes is number one. Okay. Jimmy Garoppolo is number 17. There we go. That, that's fair. That's very fair. Those I, are I don't hard th- on quarterbacks, too. Yeah, I don't, think, I don't think that uh, PFF is uh, really – Degrading Garoppolo in any way. I really I really don't. Uh, I would have to see who's above him, but I still think that's probably a fair Eight, assessment. 18 out of the 25 people on the list. Actually, Jimmy G might have been lower on the list. He might have been like 20, 21. But yeah. 18 out of the 25 players on the list were San Francisco 49ers players. Interesting. That is interesting. But 
But Mahomes is number one. And I, I think that matters the most, to be honest. It's the most important position. Yeah. There's not much to say about. Yeah, there's not much to say about this. This these two QBs. One's clearly better than the other. One's carrying the team. The other is being. I'm not gonna say being carried by the team. I don't want to slight my man Jimmy G like that, but it is what it is. You throw eight passes in a conversation game and you win. You're kind of being carried. I'll slide him. I'll slide him. He's been carried. I'm aware that you will slide Jimmy. Yeah, I don't think he's that good. I, I really, I really don't. I had no idea. Well, do you think he's good? Yes, I do think he's good. Why? Why? Yeah. Because he's going to go into Miami on Sunday and he's going to win the football game with the team on his back. No, 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 no. You didn't answer my question. Oh, I let me up get to there. The, up to this point. Well, up to this point. What has he, he done up to this point? Regardless of the pieces around him, he's the focal point of a thirteen and three team. Is he? Definitely not. He's the fucking quarterback. He's out there every day. Yeah, does so not mean he's make him the focal point. Jared Goff wasn't the focal point no. when the Rams went to the Super Bowl. No, I mean, he's definitely not the focal point of the team. You got four players in this defensive line are better than him. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he He's rode pretty much the coattails of the defense throughout the entire season. Absolutely. I, Just plain and simple. I'm definitely not going to love you too. I don't think he's God, but I'm not going to slate him to the greatest extent. I just think he is who he is, and I think yeah, I'm not going to call him fucking trash like you did. I'm not calling him trash. I never said that. I just I think he's he's good enough. You know, I think we compared it already, but he reminds me of Kirk Cousins. I, that's exactly who I think he is. I think he's a and he's a Kirk Cousins, Jared Goff kind of quarterback. He's Kirk Cousins, and I I, I want to go ahead and say maybe with a little more t- little more attitude and a little less talent. I think, but it balances out. They're different quarterbacks, but the level is right there. I don't think he's anything more or anything less than that. I agree. I think he's also he's also a product of the system. And it's also that contract situation. Yeah, They're well. They're in the same boat where you get a contract like that. I don't. The contract slump exists. Yeah, I'm but I also part. but I also don't want to. I don't like going after a guy for how much he's paid because I'm, that's not. I'm not going. That's after not his prerogative. No, he not, can't. He can't control it's that. It's not his fault. You get. No. You get your money. That's what you're here for. You but get I, your money. You get your bread. Congratulations. I'm talking but, about the uh, complacency of a contract, though. When you're not in a contract, like competition situation where you're where you're already the guy, you already have your contract, and then you kind of sit back and relax. And, well, Jimmy Garoppolo, the way that they structured that contract, he was paid pretty much the. Boatload of that contract he was paid last year when he was when he was hurt, and now I think he's getting not much in terms of. Um, so let's see. I'm just taking a look here. So he's got okay. So he's got oh yeah. It's 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 the same. It's getting he's getting paid uh, twenty. Was it twenty six? Twenty three. Twenty three. Twenty three million for twenty twenty. Twenty four. Yeah. Now his okay, okay, so that's what it was. 2018, um, with the year that he was hurt, he was getting paid the $41 million. So Damn, that's a lot that's of money. That's ridiculous. Yeah. They're talking about that for Mahomes per season. Uh, yeah. Which sucks. That, yeah, that, so that he, got paid, he got paid the boatload of that contract was up front. But they're still paying him. This past year he made 18.6. Uh, next season he'll make 25.2. 2021, he'll make 25.5, and then 2022, he'll make 25.6. I told Tim this in, like, October, I believe. The 49ers could dump him this offseason if they wanted to. Yeah, they could. To save a lot of money. Yeah. They could. Um, also, they won't because they love him. Well, obviously but. not. I want to add a retroactive uh, deep sleeper. I'm proud to say this. I saw this on TV today. There's a new TV deal coming to the NFL, and I think 
a season, not this season coming up to the next free agency period. There's going to be a new TV deal to factor into the uh, salary cap situation. So you might see some interesting moves this offseason. As far as Patrick Mahomes, for instance, who is in a position to get an extension, he might wait off a season like some other guys to get that max TV deal. The Chiefs owner already said that they are going to wait 12 to 15 months. From now? To t- yeah, to talk a new deal. Yeah. That's fair. So he's going to be getting like $2 million next year. Because he's... Cause change, <laughs> but it'll be so worth it. Because Hunt is probably waiting for the new CBA to go through when he can... Totally. Then we rework what the pay scale is, which yeah. is which is fair, and that's when the new TV deal is going to kick in as well. So Is it the beginning of next regular season that there could potentially be a lockout in the NFL? No. Is that coming up, or is that next year? 2021. Gotcha. That's 2020. Suck. 2021 is when there's the potential for a lockout. It's probably going to happen. Except it's probably going to happen. Thrive during that time. If, they survive. if they're still alive. I think they will. We'll talk about that another time. We have to do an XFL debate. Well, the season starts in two weeks. Oh. Does it really? I had no idea. Yeah. Oh, come on. You know you want to watch that shit. I probably won't watch it. I, c- I, I, couldn't no. t- I couldn't tell you a team or a player. You can uh, name a player. Give me a break. New York Renegades. Yeah, definitely name a player. I think New York Renegades. But they were the defenders. Defenders. Yeah. <laughs> I don't fucking know. All I know is Cardell Jones is on a team. And is Trent he really? Richardson. And Trent Richardson. Oh, I didn't know Trent Richardson. Trent okay, Richardson that one I didn't know. Every single league that's formed since he left the NFL. <laughs> I think this is his third league since the NFL. Yeah, I can't tell you who's in the um, in the XFL. Let's take a look. XFL. I could absolutely care less about the XFL. I can't believe you guys are saying this right now. I, yeah, I could, I could absolutely care less. It is more football, but it's But not it's trash nice. football. Yeah, that's when... You don't even know what kind of football That's when I just start watching hockey again religiously. Bingo. Bingo. Okay, so we have Landry Jones. Oh, that's um, my guy. Yes, Landry Jones. Connor Cook. Sammy Coates. Tyree Jackson. Matt McGloin. These all sound like football names. Trent Sammy Richardson. Coates. Yeah, Sammy I know Coates. I know that yeah. one from where? Former Steeler, yep. I believe. Wide receiver. Sammy Coates. Uh, Andre Williams. Uh, Matt Jones. Matt Jones, I can definitely confirm to you that I have started in fantasy. I they got a I Hall of Famer in the XFL. Matt Jones. Oh, the running back. Yes, Matt Red Jones Skins from the Redskins. Guy. Yes. Oh, my God. Uh, Kristen Michael, who I know I have started. Um Former and the Hall of Famer, started that Roberto Aguayo. Oh, he's coming. He's he's trying to come back. He, yeah, he's trying well, to make a comeback. That's Wait, that's, that's he a brother. Uh, yeah, I think he's yeah. at FSU right now. Yeah, oh, he is. Brother, and he, I, I've heard he's pretty good. I've heard he's pretty good. Uh, he's going, un- he's going undrafted. Yeah, he's going undrafted without question. Just, just because of his name. Yeah. Uh, Zach Mettenberger is also uh, in the XFL. Oh, LSU rookie. LSU's very uh, own. Oh, Sean Oakman is in the XFL? No fucking way. Oh, my God. And that now is you're talking tragic. You're not watching. That's rich. How is Sean Oakman in the XFL? What's tragic about that? Oh, he did some stuff. Yeah. He, I forgot about that. Wait, he did? Yeah. But there was no criminal records allowed in the XFL. I think he got brought up on doing some things, and then they uh, got dropped. Uh, he went under... What? Yo, this... The, he was supposed to be one of the top... Picks uh, for the 2016 draft. Wow! Holy crap! What? Sean, I can't believe Sean Oaks, Sean Oakman's in the XFL. That's actually crazy. Because I, I, when he was at Baylor, he was an absolute beast. I mean, he was huge, but he never looked that great. 
He is humongous. Anyway, getting back to the Super Bowl, I don't know Please. how the hell Please, let's we, get back we to went the real to. Game. I don't know how the hell he went to that. Um, let's talk about the running backs: uh, Raheem Mostert, Tevin Coleman, Matt Breida, Damian Williams, Darwin Thompson, Daryl Williams, Lashawn McCoy, whomever the fuck uh, else the Kansas City Chiefs have at running back. Darwin Thompson, Patrick. Mahomes. I said Darwin Thompson, Did Patrick you? Mahomes. Yeah, I said I said Darwin Thompson. I would never forget Darwin Thompson. Um, he's pretty small. I don't know. He's easy to forget. He's like five five. I would never forget Darwin Thompson ever. He was a deep sleeper of some people before the season. Um, is this <sighs> is this game basically five five in the NFL? Basically, uh, is this game proof that you don't need to sign a big time running back to a large contract? Yes. Is this? Do are are we still looking for proof? Uh, I don't think we Fair. need. It. I don't know. Maybe, the, maybe uh, to quote to quote Tim. The proof is in the pudding. Oh, that was me. Oh, that, that was me. I, yes. I, I apologize. Come on, man. I, I apologize. Let me try this again. I quote Brett, the proof is in the pudding. There we go. Yes, sir. There we go. You get your credit. Um, yeah. You, you don't need a big-time running back. You just need a great offensive line. And I guess the old homage with the Cowboys offensive line was that you could stick any average running back behind them and they'll run. I guess it's the truth. Joseph Randall, the penny thief. He worked. Joseph Randall, the panty thief. It, it, it did work. It did work. Um, and now you have Raheem Mostert, who is looking like he is turning into a superstar. Uh, you have Tevin Coleman, who should contribute in this game. Uh, Matt Breida, who has just been absent, but we all know how this goes. We've seen this story a thousand times over, that you don't do anything in these playoffs, and they save you for the Super Bowl, and then you just run fucking wild. Matt Breida is the undertaker. <laughs> Is Tevin Coleman on the single cell? Yes, he is. Yeah. What's the elevation in Miami? It's probably pretty low. Yeah. Well, no, it's, it's, beach. it's, it's, beach. it's sea mind. level. Okay, never mind. Yeah, it's sea I level. I just wanted to check real quick. I want to make sure we all had our, our uh, ducks in the line because that's a tricky situation right there. Good thing this game isn't in Denver. Oh, I can't wait for the Super Bowl in Denver. That will never happen. It will never happen because of the, no the Meadowlands disaster. What was that? When it was like negative seven. When it was degrees. negative seven, the fans were freezing their asses off, and the players were all complaining that, like, yeah, uh, we need to be in warm weather or in a dome. I didn't know that. So that's oh, yeah. why the Super Bowls are always in the South? Well, recently? Or in or a, a dome. Or in a dome, mostly. Pretty or much. Or in a dome, yeah. Oh, yeah. that sucks. So yeah. we're, never getting this, we're never getting another snow Super Bowl. No, probably not. Probably yeah. not. It's I Florida. Think I don't think bullshit. anybody would actually want that, though. Would you actually no. want a snow Super Bowl? Absolutely Fuck not. No. I don't think I would. This I'm is like a, a snow playoff game. This is game, the 1940s. I don't, I don't snow Super Bowl. I don't, um, all right, I can get in with the snow playoff game instead of snow Super Bowl. I don't want I like weather that. to control and be the factor of the championship deciding game. Well, was, what was it? Is it going to rain in like the second quarter in this game and then stop by like the end of the second quarter? They have a lightning delay. Oh God! Was they Vin- better not? Vinatieri's uh, snow field goal was in the, the like the playoffs, not the Super Bowl, right? Yeah, it was in the playoffs. It was in the playoffs. Yeah, it right. was a tuck rule game, right? Yeah. Yes, sir. It was a tuck rule game. Um, I have a question. Shoot. Uh, if you switch, if the running backs switch teams, like you just take the 49ers running backs, put them on the Chiefs, vice versa, would they get the same production? The 49ers? Oh my God! Oh wait, no, I see what you're saying. No. No. I think they would. I think Mostert is more talented than da- more talented than Damian Williams. I think the Chiefs running backs are equally fast as hell as the 49ers running backs, and I think Kyle Shanahan does most of the work for them. That's just my opinion. I think this would be that would be very interesting. I I don't know if it'd be definite, but I would say they'd probably be just as efficient. I don't. Know, I think the 49ers their trio is better than the Chiefs trio. Well, definitely. 
Yeah. But that's also because we've seen that. Yeah, the 49ers trio is definitely better than the Chiefs trio. But I don't think if you take the Chiefs trio and put them in the 49ers trio spot, I don't think that they would be better than the new trio for the Chiefs. If that makes any sense. I'll put my answer like this. If they that switched, was a tongue twister and a half. If yeah. they switched, I think the 49ers with the Chiefs running backs would outrush the Chiefs. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah, so that's that's how I feel about it. So do you think they'd be they'd both still be in this game if you switched the running backs on each team? Oh, you're saying like for the whole playoff run and stuff? Yeah. Just in general. Oh, Just oh in general. I think the Chiefs would be way better off. Yeah, I think the Chiefs would be way better off. Absolutely. Because they don't have a Fossil and Shady McCoy as their backup running back. I don't, I, I don't want to hear and, anything and a midget negative. as their third string running back. I don't want to hear anything negative about Shady McCoy. I've drafted him no in fantasy at least four times, and I love that man. Yeah, I, th- I think we agree, because I think I said it wouldn't make a difference for the Kansas City guys. I think the Niners still make it. I think they'd still make it, too. Are you on the Mostert train officially? No. You've been talking good about him recently. You've been talking very good about him. He just said he's taking the under. No, yeah, I'm, not, I'm not on the Mostert bandwagon. I like what I've seen, but to say that I'm full on, full on the bandwagon for Mostert. Oh wait a minute. No. Isn't he from Florida? Oh fuck, is he? He used to surf. Okay, but that could that could, Miami. that could mean anything. No, I'm pretty sure it was in Florida. That could mean anything. No, it, it uh, he name? is from Raheem. Raheem. He is from Florida. Oh wow. You know who played Where? for the Dolphins though? New Smyrna Beach. Is that near Miami? It is right near Miami, on uh, the east, uh, on the so east coast mean, of Florida. This could mean two things: he will be the Super Bowl MVP, or he's been so distracted all week that he's been surfing that he will. Come okay, back. son, that's nowhere yeah, close it's, it's to not, Miami. No, it's not. It's still in Florida. You think he visited down there with his boys and went? It, it, it's northwest of um, what am I talking about? Northeast of uh, Orlando. Interesting. Yes. You know so. who played on Miami, though? Damian Williams. He did play on Miami. He did. So did Raheem Mostert. That's true. So let me let me ask uh, the guest here. Uh, Jared, do you think that Damian Williams will be the MVP of the Super Bowl? Hell no. Hell what, what, if, what if by chance that you and your crystal ball before the season saying Damian Williams was a deep sleeper, top eight running back in all formats, what happens if... Really, the, the deep sleeper prediction should have been that Damian Williams would be the Super Bowl MVP. That would be something. I think he, do, he does do good in the playoffs, though, even though it's only been two years. Yes, because I can't, I can't wait for uh, Damian Williams to win the Super Bowl, go nuts in this game, and everyone say, oh, Damian Williams, fourth-round pick of fantasy next year. Here we go again. I do want to say this, though. I think the Niners, they pretty much locked down the Chiefs' run game. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I had to think about that one. Yes. I agree. Do you think Andy Reid's been saving Shady McCoy for this game? Yes. I am all over that take. I love the take of resting running backs and just pulling them out of your ass when you need them most. All you need from a running back is fresh legs. What if Shady no. McCoy comes out here and just starts busting ankles? <laughs> I'm, I would, I'd be damned. I don't he even lost care. like 25 pounds. He came out here and just... Oh. With that A-plus ball. Don't give me the ball security. Don't give me the ball, the ball like a loaf of bread. <laughs> oh, my God. The thought of Shady McCoy carrying Patrick Mahomes and friends to a championship. And friends? Oh, God. I hate to be the guy to extinguish uh, the party here, but... You know nothing. I'm just putting it right out there. You know nothing. You can't tell me for sure that's not happening. You know and nothing, I, John Snow. And I it could happen. It, it could happen, but do I expect it to? No. 
But I think, I think I'm gonna do why, but I'm just thinking about it. Don't let me not get excited. Come on. Because this is gonna be Mahomes, Mahomes, Mahomes. This is the Mahomes show. I have to redact that real quick. I mean, the Chiefs are gonna shut down pretty much the Niners' run game. Oh. I think they're good enough to do that. I, I, I think the run no, game I agree is with you. overrated, and they're I think if, I think if the Niners win, actually, it's gonna be like the Saints game. I think Jimmy G has proven push come to shove, he can do it if he had to. I think if they win, they're gonna get tricky. They were very tricky in that game with the offensive play calling. I think they have it in them. I'll ask you the same question I asked him. What has he proven? He ha- he can do it. It's any given Sunday. When? I think he can do it. Any given Sunday. Based on potential? Guys. I love that. No, we've just seen flashes that he can do it. I'm not saying he's an elite quarterback, but he can do it against the Chiefs. You know who we've seen flashes from, too? Mitch Trubisky. Yeah, you know who else we've seen flashes from? Dak Prescott. But anytime I say a great thing about Dak Prescott, I get shit on because he's done nothing. And Tony so now we're So now we're talking about potential, so potential only matters in certain situations. The Saints had a pretty solid defense, and their offense was good, so he had to stay neck and neck with them, and he did. I think something like that could happen. Okay. Um, I think the Niners' run game is overrated. Do you think the Chiefs are going to shut down the 49ers' rushing mm-hmm. offense? Wow. Why? I thought your first. I thought your first take was valid, saying that. No, I, th- I think. I, think, I, think bo- I don't think it's going to be a rushing game on both sides. I think Jared's onto something. I I no, I, 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 I really do. Where are you getting do. this from? Though? Their like, performance against the baby. That's 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 what I was trying. I to think the, it's a completely uh, different team. I think the Chiefs are just going to say, you know what? If we're going to lose this game, it's going to be because we have number ten beat us. We're not getting beat by thirty-one. We're not getting Facts. beat by twenty-six. Yeah. We're going to lose because Jimmy Garoppolo. Plays for the cash that he's been paid. You don't Simple the, as that. You don't think the Packers and the Vikings did the same exact thing? They might have, but I, I mean, you don't think their plan was. To and Steve Spagnuolo has also been in this spot before, Chiefs defensive coordinator, so he knows what's coming. Yeah, but if the Packers plan that, they did a terrible job because they let the run game r- go right over them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, which is my point. The Chiefs might be planning to do the same exact thing the Packers did. You know, I, I, I don't know. You guys are really underrating Kyle Shanahan here. I think I don't know what you've seen from the Chiefs' defense as well. I know they they did picked okay. it up in the playoffs. Okay. They picked they it up in the against, playoffs. Their defense against the Titans last week, but again, this is completely different offense than the Tennessee but, Titans. But do you expect the Chiefs' defense to just roll over to the run like the Packers did? The Packer, the Packers okay, just got flat out laid off Packers. the field. I don't expect the same exact thing, but I expect them to be ran ran through a little bit. Yeah, but the Niners. O line made massive holes against the Packers. And I don't. They, I don't see why that happening. They do it again. I don't see that happening. I think the Chiefs pick it up even more in the in the Super Bowl. I think Chris Jones is a big piece to uh, to play in this game. And Kenny right. Clark's a very good defensive tackle on the Packers. They had no problem stopping him. Fair, but I, th- I think I think Chris Jones. I think they play good as a unit. I think they do play very well as a unit, and they've played better through the course of the season. And once that, and this is another thing too that there's a lot that's talked about about the the Chiefs' offense. Figuring out the opposing defenses, not enough is talked about by the Chiefs' defense figuring out opposing offenses because they go, they've gone down in both playoff games. They've looked like they've just gotten trampled on through a quarter of the game, and all of a sudden, no, flip I a agree. switch. I definitely agree with that. Flip a switch, bam! They figure out what's going on. They figure out what they're trying to do, and they figure it the fuck no, out. No, I, I like the Chiefs' defense, but to say they're going to shut down the 49ers' rushing attack—that's I can't see that happening. So, what's your definition of shutdown, Jared? Uh, that's a good question. I think um, let's 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 go there. I think in the passing game they do all right, but in terms of actual just rushing, I say it's less than one hundred and fifty rushing yards. Okay. Well, if they have if they have well, less out of than, the three of them. Okay. 
I'm kind of on board with this take, but I, I just want to say by shut down, I'm more saying that the Chiefs will not allow the 49ers run game to set the pace of the game. I think that they'll I agree control with that. it enough that they'll be they'll have the game in their hands. I mean, I would think that the one way the 49ers do win this game is by running the ball. Because probably the best form of defense for the 49ers in this game, quite honestly, is keeping Patrick Mahomes off the field. Mm -hmm. Keeping Mahomes, Tyreek, and Travis Kelsey off the field. And, again, I think the Chiefs are going to know this. And I agree with Jared's point. I I think the Chiefs are going to commit themselves to sell out to stop the run. And if that means exposing themselves in pass coverage, then they're going to go ahead and do it. Because we have not seen really much of anything other than a few spots here and there of Jimmy Garoppolo being a true consistent passer. And if any if anybody has any objections to that, specifically the two uh, Garoppolo truthers, please correct me. But I've only seen a few spots here and there where I can say Garoppolo is money passing the football. I'm because not- I've seen him throw spots where he could have three, four picks in a game. He's a professional football player. If they're gonna expose, if they're gonna expose the there's coverage so, and someone's beat one v one, he's tossing prof- a dime. Hold on. What does that mean? There's so many professional football players who are terrible. You can't just say that. Yeah. It's automatically good. That's not exactly. Right. I agree with. That. I'm not a truther though, but we have seen. But to like, miss a guy wide open, if that's what it's gonna come down to, them stopping the run game. I'm not saying he's gonna miss a guy. Miss a guy wide open. I'm saying he's Jimmy. Not, he's not gonna make the throw. He's not going. He's not going to make the throw. Everyone talked about Eli not being able to make the throw. What do you make? One of them? Two of the best throws in Super Bowl history. And it does the job. I mean, yeah. Well, you, what else do you want? <laughs> I just, I, what I don't like about the, the Jimmy G sliding here is... Dissecting he it way too he much. He hasn't done anything in the playoffs yet. He hasn't had to do anything in the playoffs yet. No, he hasn't so had to. There, there shouldn't be any, like... Like, there's no proof on either side here is my point. He's came through for them in the regular season. He does exactly what he needed to do to win. Went to Seattle. Won a close game. Clinched the first overall seed in the playoffs. Went to New Orleans. Won in a shootout against New Orleans. It's not like he he hasn't done anything. I mean, if you I'm want just to not getting. I'm not getting either side. Like I don't think you could say they can't count on him at all. Like he can't do anything. He can't throw for 300 yards in this game. He certainly can. He's proven that he can. I mean, like we said the last time. Like I said, I'm sorry. The last time we talked about this, I think Kyle Shanahan's definitely in a very precarious position right now, given the game plan from last game, because we've only seen Jimmy throw the ball eight times in the last game. We don't know what it's going to look like when he's airing it out for the whole game. I mean, that could look ugly from what we've seen from Jimmy Garoppolo. I think it's going to look like the that, Saints game. That could be, but it could look like the Saints game, but it could also look like the games where he hasn't looked great times 10 because he's throwing the ball because it's out of desperation. And yeah. we haven't seen him do this in a high-stress situation. Correct. So I'm not going to err on the side of saying, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt and say, oh, now he's just going to be okay because you haven't seen it before. I'm just saying give him the game plan from the last game, what we haven't seen from him in a high-stress situation. I see there's no reason to guarantee that he's a very effective passer when they need him most. And I think it just comes down to, and it's very rare that I can say that I agree with everything Tim just said, but I agree with everything Tim just said. And I think it's a big difference between we know what Jimmy Garoppolo is, which is a, I guess you could say, an elite game manager, a guy that can make throws at certain times but is not money all the time versus a guy like Patrick Mahomes who you know what Patrick Mahomes is going to show up every single Sunday and that is the fucking guy mm. he is the guy mm, talk Jimmy, to me, talk Jimmy Garoppolo <laughs> is a guy he's very he's barely 
a guy. What's going to be barely? The, what's going to be the excuse but, if it goes vice versa on Sunday? Out of curiosity. Then I'll have to look and see what Jimmy Garoppolo did. I'm not going to annoy him, the chosen one, if Jimmy Garoppolo is not the reason why they win. If they win, I'll say, okay, he's a Super Bowl, he's a Super Bowl winning quarterback as a starter. I'll applaud him for it. But it comes down to, are we, we going to say that Jared Goff, is, he's, got, he's been in one Super Bowl. Are we going to say that he's a Super, a Super Bowl contending quarterback just for being in one Super Bowl? When, quite frankly, that entire playoff run, Jared Goff made four or five throws? Which really gave him a chance to be in that Super Bowl when they got absolutely smoked by the Patriots? I think if Jimmy G wins the game, though, Kyle Shanahan's going to play a part, too. He's going to get a little tricky. I agree. Play I agree with you. Oh, yeah. He'll, get, he'll probably get most of the credit. Look, and we'll give all credit to him in the next podcast if they win. To acknowledge the I will give all credit to Jimmy Garoppolo. I won't. No, if he, Kyle Shanahan. If Jimmy Garoppolo goes out in this game and throws for 350 yards, has four touchdowns and one pick, I will say... What did you pull up the Saints? Well done. Well done, Jimmy Garoppolo. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just, I'm just pulling a number out of my head. Even if it's even if it's 275 and three, I will say... Attaboy, Jimmy. Congratulations. You won yourself a Super Bowl, my friend. But if he doesn't, then we're talking about is Jimmy Garoppolo... What, what is Jimmy Garoppolo? We're still having this conversation. We're still having this conversation with Jared Goff. What is Jared Goff? There are people that think that Jared Goff is a very good quarterback. I, I don't. I don't think Jared Goff is very good. I think Jimmy Garoppolo... He, he could be in the similar mold of a Jared Goff where he shows up in a Super Bowl and then is a above-average-to-average average starter in the league. To bounce off what I was saying, though, if the Niners do win, in my opinion, I don't think it's because of the run game. Maybe the run game closes it out, but I think they get there by... I said that. I said that before. Game. I think if the 49ers are going to win this game, it's going to have to be because of Jimmy Garoppolo. Plain and simple. I mean, is anybody disagreeing? Uh, I'm... Mm, yeah, I would disagree. I think that the, if the 49ers do what they did in the last game and they win this game, yeah, that's fully that's fully possible. I mean, as, as a Chiefs fan, as a Patrick Mahomes lover, I mean, I'm fully aware that they might come out and just run the ball the entire game, and Patrick Mahomes gets two drives. Like, uh, <laughs> I, I I wouldn't be surprised if that happened. I don't want to see that. Obviously, it'd be shitty football to watch, but I know Brett would love that because he loves his Kyle Shanahan. Crazy runoff. Oh, it's so fun to watch. No, man. I mean that that I don't think that Jimmy Garoppolo has to be that guy in order for them to win this game. I think the difference though between what the 49ers have gone up against in the Packers and the Vikings and what they are going up against now in the Chiefs is that the Packers and the Vikings were not quick strike offenses. The Chiefs are the definition of a quick strike offense. Absolutely. They can march down the field in 85 yards. In three plays. Bam. Done. So that is something that has to be considered. That they could take, the 49ers can take eight, nine minutes to go on the field and score. But then Patrick Mahomes can jog on the field with his little wobble and just be, all right, Tyreek, go. Bink. Touchdown. Done. I mean, yeah. Kirk Cousins wasn't doing that. Aaron Rodgers wasn't doing that. And that that's the only real difference that I see here is that these Chiefs, they're an offensive juggernaut. They really are, and this is this is unlike anything the 49ers have faced all season. I know they faced the Saints. This is a different animal. This is a no, different animal. Especially in the playoffs. Yeah. I, I didn't believe in the Packers or the Vikings. So I think the 49ers have gotten off a little a little easy 
so far. Yeah. And they've made, I mean, they've also made easy work of the team, so. Yeah. I've been waiting to slip this in for a little while. Go We're ahead. Talking about uh, Raheem Mostert being from, like, somewhere near um, Miami. Sure. I mean, guess where fucking Tyreek Hill's from? Miami, Florida. That man might have oh, a God. day. He might have a day. Or he's been distracted all week. I don't, I don't buy it. No. He's a man. Yeah, he doesn't surf. No, he's a man of yeah. football. He has one concern in this world, and that is being the fastest motherfucker on that field. And I cannot wait to see him light it up. I'm sure, Ed, you're just as excited as I am. Well, very good segue in talking about the receivers in this game. I was waiting for it, but we got a little, so, uh, got a little heated. No, 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 no. We're, we're going into the receivers now. So for the Chiefs, we'll be talking about the receiving core of Tyreek Hill, Sammy Watkins, Demarcus Robinson, Miko Hardman. And for the 49ers, Kendrick Bourne, Emmanuel Sanders, Debo Samuel. Um, the Chiefs have the edge, and it just comes down to number 10. I mean, it's plain and simple. He's probably, I can tell you, he's the fastest motherfucker in the league by by a long shot. Yeah. By a long shot. And I, I, I really am going to be curious to see, because this, this has been the playoff long question. For any team that goes up against the Kansas City Chiefs, so how the hell do you cover both Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill? I mean, the simple answer is you just don't. You just don't. You really just can't. And it's been proven every single game that they you you pick your poison. Yeah. And I'm curious which one the 49ers choose. I mean, I'm sure Rob Sella. I've been calling him Rob Sala the whole time. Is it Sella? Sala. Sala. Then I'm, st- I'm still wrong, I guess. I'm like 0 for 20 on this guy. No, you 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 were right the whole time. No, but I think I called him something else wrong because it wasn't right what I was saying. But, but besides the point, it's like Mo. It's the same thing. I don't think it is. It is. I, th- I believe it is. It is. Right, so anyway, not uh, important. I don't remember what I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> um, I lost it. So, the 49ers defense—they really play. I believe it's the cover three that they usually. It's like the Seattle system. Yes, uh, it is one deep high safety. So, I think. How are the Chiefs going to be able to move the ball down the field? Uh, Patrick Mahomes will be dumping it off a lot this weekend, I believe. Yeah. They're gonna have to take, I think they're going to have to take their time. I don't think they're going to be able to get these big shots. And obviously anything's possible with Mahomes and the players that they have on their team. But I think it's going to be kind of like the Titans in the beginning where they had to just take their yards, slowly go down the field, and and punch it in once you get down there. I think it's going to be one of those kind of games for them again. Well, that's been the common theme with Mahomes the whole season. And especially in these playoffs, it's been very well highlighted. He just he gets the ball snapped to him, bam, he's getting it out. Bam, he's finding someone. He's not holding on to that ball where the defensive ends, the defensive linemen for, in this case, the 49ers, are going to have a time to even get to touch him. Now, I think that's going to be as important as it is as it's been in the last 18 games that he's played in this season. I think he... Which now, it's this is the most important time where I think that he has to get the ball out quickly. He has to. And I don't think he has been getting the ball out quickly, to be honest. I feel like he's taken, like, 10-step drops, like, every time. He's taken 10-step drops, and when he gets he's to his spot, his bam. Time. The Titans were only rushing, like, three guys for, like, half the plays last week, which is... I'm well, because they, of what's going because on. they didn't have a choice. They didn't have a choice because they, they had to give up one guy on that defensive line to try and cover both Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey, which, spoiler alert, didn't work out too well. They did good, though, when they pressured him, I thought, the Titans. They did, but Mahomes was, always, was, was getting away 
and he was finding somebody open. I I have not seen. I honest to God, I have not seen Mahomes take a sack in these playoffs. I, I just haven't. I thought no. the Titans got one on him. Maybe I don't recall it though. I don't recall it. No, not off the top of my head. No, it's definitely the X factor in the game. The 49ers defensive line, especially when they rush four, uh, they're not really a blitzing team either. They just no. they just rely on their they just four pass rushers, yeah, exactly. whoever it is on the field, because they like to they like to interchange guys. They like to switch guys off, which is also yeah. going to be a key spot to this game. Is, yeah, can they stay fresh down the stretch? Yeah, D Ford and Nick Bosa, they have to do their best to try and keep contain. That that's that's the key to the game, because if you if you let Mahomes get outside the pocket and use his legs, because Mah- I think Mahomes really is at his best. When he is on the run, yes, 100%. and he's using that's his legs. Makes, yeah, that's where he makes all his plays. And that's where he makes all his plays. Whether he's running with the football or running and throwing, that is where he makes most of his noise. I'm curious what they're going to do to try and stop that, as far as him getting out of the pocket and being able to set his feet, or not even set his feet, just be able to make a throw. They have very fast linebackers, the 49ers, with Alexander Warner. And Greenlaw, they're yeah. very, very fast, athletic. So I'm curious to see if they spy him a little bit. They could on Sunday. I don't know if they will because I feel like Salah is the kind of defensive coordinator that just sticks with the system that yeah. he has, and I yeah. feel like he might not adjust, which could be a problem. If you're spying a QB, are you, are you not losing another defender to like run a coverage? Well, it's like you could st- let's say it's usually a linebacker who will be spying. Him. Yeah. So they'll so they'll start off in the middle of the field. Hmm? They'll be running like a zone up top, like somewhere short. Or I'm just trying as someone who isn't experienced with court, uh, defensive. It's defense. just someone that's it's uh, the, all the spy is is you have a guy that follows the quarterback wherever he goes. So yeah, Mahomes, if Mahomes is is scanning left, that linebacker is following Mahomes. If he's scanning right, that linebacker is following Mahomes. Right, and those other two linebackers are dropping off in coverage, normally going up against the tight ends. So that's what I thought. So then that kind of plays in what I was saying, where if you're Optioning to um, spy a quarterback like Patrick Mahomes when you're already in a situation where you have Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey, isn't that only going to limit you more? No, I mean it will. I think it will limit you in the middle of the field because that's where the guy will be coming from. Okay. Like look at it as like a delayed blitz yeah. where you have a middle linebacker in the middle yeah, of the no. field, and as soon as Mahomes gets like an inch out of the pocket, it's basically just another pass rusher, which would leave a void in the middle of the field. Which is, I feel like. If they keep doing that, the 49ers, let's say, let's say they're successful in the beating. The Chiefs are going to end up adjusting. Andy Reid will end up adjusting and, and figure out. Mahomes is going to figure it out one way or another. Yeah. Because, I mean, we've seen this before. Mahomes will figure out what is being thrown at him. You know he's going and he's going to figure it the fuck out. And he's going to figure out a way to counteract that. And then it's up to Rob Sala to figure out a game plan of, okay, Mahomes knows what the fuck we're doing. What are we going to do now? How how are we going to throw another curveball at him? So I'm thinking that Rob Sala probably is going to have to have two, three d- different looks, you know, base looks at least. And where I'm talking about different audibles and different kind of uh, setups you can run, we're talking about two or three base looks that Rob Sala is going to have to have ready to go. And which he could throw at Mahomes just to keep it changing up, so that way Mahomes can't figure out exactly what the hell is going on. Because you got to put money on that he's going to figure it out, and then when he does, good night. And I think that's an advantage the Chiefs have. They've been in games where they've had to adjust on offense and defense. With the 49ers, yeah. they haven't they haven't had to do that so far in the playoffs. No, so you're I'm right. Curious to see if 
let's say Spagnuolo comes with a game plan, stops Shanahan right away. How is he going to adjust? What's he going to do? And same thing with Salah. Is he going to adjust or is he going to stick to the same game plan and get burnt all game? Well, I think Salah has more to adjust with than Spagnuolo does. But I, I think the tricks that the, that the 49ers are going to have on offense are different than the tricks that the Kansas City Chiefs are going to have on offense. Just because you're talking about the personnel that are on both respective offenses. Obviously, mm-hmm. the 49ers don't have a Mahomes, a Tyreek Hill, a Travis Kelsey. Which is a little bit of a problem, but when we're talking about one of the other guys that we're going to talk about right now, and that is the tight ends in this game, George Kittle, Travis Kelsey, I mean... I, we talked about this uh, last week. Who would we rather have? Two of us said Kittle. Two of us said Kelsey. I, I mean, it's it's that it's that dead even, really, between between these two. I mean, they are one A one B in terms of on top of the pedestal for uh, for tight ends uh, around the league. I'm, do you think the Honey Badger is going to guard up on George Kittle in this game? Uh, no. You don't think so. To start, no. Who will? I think they might start with Hitchens on him. And then if Hitchens can do a job, because I've seen I've seen Anthony Hitchens do a pretty good job because former Dallas Cowboy. Yeah. Uh, he's done a pretty good job uh, when, he, when he was in Dallas. I know that he was pretty good in terms of defending tight ends. So I, he can do a job against Kittle. I don't know if that will be enough because obviously I Kittle so. is a different beast. But we will see. But I think to start, um, it's going to be one of the linebackers going up against Kelsey. And then if need be, uh, then we would have – excuse me, going up against Kittle. Um, And then if need be, we'll have Tyron Matthew uh, going over the top and trying to lend some support to to that. Because, I mean, plain and simple, you look at the – going back to the receivers for a second with the 49ers – you look at Emmanuel Sanders, you look at Debo Samuel. I mean, these are good receivers, but do we see is there really any receiver on the 49ers outside of Kittle that you could see being the guy that can break this game open for San Francisco? I I actually think Emmanuel and Debo are extremely underrated as receivers. Okay, that's that's where we that's where we differ. That's where we differ. I just they don't they don't wow me in, in and any way. No, I think, and I don't think they should wow you with what they do. I think I think they're both good. I think yeah. they're both good, but are they very good slash great amazing? No. For me. For me. No, they definitely don't pop like the Chiefs receivers do. Yeah. But I think for what they do for their system and what they produce is pretty uh, pretty great, I think. The way they their run blocking is fantastic. They this were bullying the Packers last week or – couple weeks back. I think they're very dependable receivers as far as hands. I think they're good route runners, especially Emmanuel. I think Emmanuel Sanders could be a that part I will agree with in you. this game. I think people are forgetting about him. He's kind of just been there so far for the 49ers. For the, for the, wow. For the 49ers. <laughs> there you go. Very good words. <laughs> yeah, that, was, that was rough. But he hasn't had the game for him yet. They traded for him halfway through the season. I don't think you could look at a game and be like, wow, they have him for this reason. I think this could be the game where he shows up. And where that trade would have been worth it. Yeah, and they and they have to make a decision on Emmanuel Sanders. They have to decide whether they're not going to give him the money or whether or not they're going to let him walk. What did they give up for him? I 
think like a fifth. Yeah, I think it was like a. F- it was a mid round pick. Yeah. And I just don't know the exact round off the top of my head. Contract expires this year. Yeah. Never, never a fan of that move. For who? Just the idea of trading away a draft pick for an expiring contract. I like it. I like it. if you're I mean, if, if you're contending for a Super Bowl and you're I'll an elite you're an elite team. Yeah. What's a fifth round? Ra- what's the last pick of the fifth round going to do for you? I'll give I'll give them that, especially just, in general, especially with this team because when you think about it, if they didn't have Emmanuel Sanders, who was their second receiver on the field? That's true. That's definitely true. And when they Dante tra- Pettis, yes, Dante Pettis. And when they traded for Emmanuel Sanders, Debo Samuel was was nothing. Yeah, he was not this. He was not this. And then Emmanuel Sanders came in, and all of a sudden it was like they got two receivers and one. Where Devo stepped up, Emmanuel Sanders was very good, and now they have two guys that are real threats down the field at the wide receiver position, along with, of course, uh, Mr. George Kittle. And we talked about the defenses a little bit. The 49ers, they have the they have the edge there just because of that, that defensive line. Uh, Bosa, Armstead, Buckner. I mean, it's, it, that unit is just ridiculous. But the Chiefs, we talked about this again. Their unit should not be slept on because they have been quietly excellent over the course of the last six or seven weeks. They really, really, really have. And I wouldn't say longer than that. I'd say the second half of the regular season up until now, they have been quietly very, very, very good. Um, they've lost a game since like week 10. No, I don't think – I think that might be right. I think that might be right. Yeah, I believe they're still on that winning streak. Shout out to Nick Wright for that prediction. He really nailed that one on the head, not going to lie. What do you say? Um, I think it was right around the time Patrick Mahomes was coming back and the Chiefs needed to get a win streak going to really solidify their playoff hopes. He said that they would win, I think, like four out of the next five games, including their games against, like, the Patriots, mm-hmm. the Texans, right, uh, and two other teams. I can't remember who, but he basically called the shot, and mm-hmm. I respect that. As a Chiefs fan and a fellow supporter of Patrick Mahomes, I think it was a great take. <laughs> so to uh, put the bow on this, over-under. 54 and a half points for this game. I'm going under. <laughs> Over. Well. You and Brett are in an interesting situation yes. actually right now. We are in a Super Bowl pool. Um, I have the total score being uh, 69 points. Nice. Brett has the total score being? 49. So we're definitely on two sides of the uh, over-under here. And the winner of the point differential gets the winner of the Super Bowl because we both picked the Chiefs. So I'm going over all. Well, now what did the 49ers win? It still doesn't matter. Oh, we know it's well, then, then we both lose, yeah. Well, okay. No, but we're, we're <laughs> we need the Chiefs to win. We basically assume the Chiefs won already. <laughs> yeah, and we we're have. just concerned about the over-under at this point. Okay. I need to say one last thing about this game. Go ahead. This game is exactly like the 2006 Rose Bowl. Tell me how, Brett. The Chiefs are Texas. Well, Patrick Mahomes is a great mobile quarterback, so that does make Vince, sense. It was Vince Young or die for Texas. The Chiefs, yep. it's Pat Mahomes or die. USC? Yeah. Reggie Bush. All right, nah, Reggie Bush is not related. Well, I mean, okay, all three running backs combined are Reggie Bush yeah. on USC. Well, Jimmy G is Matt Linehart. Okay. He's okay. Oh. People loved him. God, I love this take. But people didn't believe in him. People didn't really believe in Linehart, but they loved him. He was a good face. He was like a Hollywood kind of guy. He was the poster boy for USC. That team was insane. Didn't he win the 49ers, PFF, 18 out of the top 25 players in this game are on the 49ers. I bet you look at the same thing for USC and Texas back in the day. USC was stacked. Matt Leiner and Vince Young. 
Oh, Santa Maria. Santa Maria. What a duo. What a duo. Um, I, was, I just want to say, he I, did was, win the I was driving here. Matt Liner? Yeah. And I was thinking about how I was going to get that reference in. Oh, it was before Vince Young. Okay. I was thinking about how I going to get the Rose Bowl reference in tonight, right? I was thinking, you know, Jimmy G kind of reminds me of Matt Linehart. Then I just realized, this game is the 2006 Rose Bowl. Yeah. I think that's my favorite introduction of and, the Rose Bowl yet. And do you know who won the 2006 Rose Bowl, Tim? The, oh, I should... You don't? No, it was Texas. It was Texas, carried by Vince Young. Yes. I love this take. I'm so down with this take. Hook em horns, baby. Hook. I thought you were an Oklahoma guy. No, absolutely not. Fuck Oklahoma. I thought you definitely are. Fuck Oklahoma. I've heard you say horns down. Give me a break. No, absolutely not. Fuck Oklahoma. Why would I be an Oklahoma guy? Why would you be an Ohio State guy? The world may never know. Oh, fucking H. Um, who wins? Thank you. Who wins the Super Bowl? I'm going with the Kansas City Chiefs. In, in, 17 points. That's not good for my uh, pick'em. All right, um, I had the Chiefs beating the 49ers from the beginning of the playoffs. I want to pat myself on the back. So just want to put that out there. No, you didn't. You didn't have the Chiefs beating the 49ers. I did. Oh, oh. Yeah. Never mind. I just wanted to give myself a nice pat on the back. So I'm sticking with my prediction. I'm picking the Chiefs over the 49ers. I can't change it now. Okay. Tim? I don't even need to ask him. Yeah, I don't even think we need Is to hear anyone from saying... The 49ers. Yeah, is anybody saying the 49ers here? Bird? I don't know. You uh, don't know. Let me go last. Do you have an answer? I'm going let last. Me, let, me, let me get to my turn. I have an answer. Oh, okay. Jared, who do you have? This entire week I was going Chiefs, but I'm going 49ers. Oh, thank God. Thank God. Oh, they're definitely yeah, thank, they're thank the heavens. I have a shot at being right. Well, you might think he's kryptonite, but you're forgetting who's the real good luck charm. 49ers winning 35-28. Uh, as long as someone else picked the 49ers, Chiefs win this game. Let's go, baby. I was going to be. The, I was going to say the 49ers. If, so, if everyone else said Chiefs, I was going to say 49ers. Just to be that guy. To just really <laughs> try to break I'm going to give you a nice hug after this. I had to. <laughs> Hey, Chiefs fans really take one for the team. They do. That one guy, that one guy won't go to any more Chiefs games in the playoffs. Yeah, that's why they're there. You know what? The Chiefs fans are a very loving community. We all circle around Lord and Savior Patrick Mahomes. And I think the most religious I've ever felt is the first time I watched Patrick Mahomes play football. (laughs) (laughs) All right, that's where we'll end it. (laughs) I think we should end it there. (laughs) I can say so many things, but it's just not not worth it. Considering I felt religious in my life... (laughs) No, I won't even go there. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna end this. I'm putting just a bow. I'm putting a bow on already. this. Happy Super Bowl, uh, everyone! Enjoy it, and we will see you next week on the Basement Talk podcast. Goodbye. Uh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Miami. Uh, uh, South Beach, bringing the heat. Uh. <laughs> Can y'all feel that? Can y'all feel that? Jig it out. Uh. Here I am in the place where I come let go In Miami, the base and the sunset low Every day like a Mardi Gras Everybody party all day, no work, all play, okay? So we sip a little something, leave the rest to spill Me and Charlie at the bar, running up a high bill Nothing less than ill, when we dress to kill Every time the ladies pass, they be like Can y'all feel me? All ages and races, real sweet faces Every different nation, Spanish, Haitian, Indian, Jamaican Black, white, Cuban, or Asian I only came for two days of playing, but every time I come, I always wind up staying. This the type of town I can spend a few days in Miami, the city that keeps the roof blazing. Party in the city where the heat is on.